Welcome. Welcome. Howdy, howdy. Twenty twenty two. It's been pretty, pretty sweet. I think last yeah. time we shared, January was a little bit of a rocky start. Yes. Getting sick and stuff, mm. but like February's been a good That's month crazy. of redemption. It feels like so much has happened since getting sick at the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah. It feels like yeah. a year has yeah. gone by. I always feel like <laughs> February, although it's the shortest month, it's like always jack, jam, pull, huh? just jack, <laughs> full of everything. Jam-packed. Jam-packed, full. I was like, hello? <laughs> With everything. Yeah. It always has everything in it. I remember it was like that last year, too. Mm-hmm. Last year was when I started racing support, when people started giving to me generously into the yeah. mission that's going on at Neighborhood Ministries. Yeah. I was doing that last year, mixed with um, your sister having a Maeve mm-hmm. baby mm-hmm. and that's so when my brother proposed to his now wife. I remember February was jam-packed last year, too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it was this way. It was that way this year, too. Well, why don't you start off, babe? What's been happening at Neighborhood and your life mm-hmm. over the last... You go first. I went first last time, baby. Okay. All right. I wasn't prepared you go, you for all go. that. Throw it back at you. Okay, so for me, February was a big month because... Um, it was Black History Month, mm-hmm. and this was the first time I have a job, and I'm a decision maker at that job, mm. um, where we can intentionally focus literally on Black History. Yeah, um, and that was a, an intentional effort that we made at Kaleo, and so uh, mm. in addition to me getting locks installed mm-hmm. in February first, February first, yeah, which I made first day, of February. yeah. Very first day of February, um, I made a blog and a little recap video of that experience for me and why it was so symbolic, especially being the first day of Black History Month. So that was February 1st. Um, February 6th, Kendall spoke at Kaleo, um, which was, yeah, Yeah. really unique. Um, You spoke on uh, the things the black church has taught me, or what was the title of it? I don't remember the title. I never title it. I hardly ever title my messages. I kind of just speak and talk. But it was about, um, yeah, the what the black church taught me about Jesus and the lens I have of Jesus mm-hmm. growing up in the black church. Yeah, which was such a cool service because we had um, two of our African-American worship leaders just so happened to be scheduled for that day. Mm-hmm. And so they did a very black church-ish. They sung a couple of gospel songs. Yeah, which was meaningful. Really sweet. And, did a hymn after his sermon and I felt like everything was moving together. And then I was guiding that service. And Mm so, um, I intentionally talked about, um, something happening in the city of Phoenix. That was a black history fact. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I talked about George Washington Carver high school, I believe, um, here in town, town, the story of how alumni students bought that property to make it a museum, um, and then lo and behold, Breton, who was one of the worship leaders went to high school there, which was really cool. Yeah. And so it just like began, yeah. everything was like tied so gaps. seamlessly. Yeah, I think it was just tied together. You would have thought we spent hours on that, yeah. which, which we did collectively, but like you would have thought we planned that like a month out and we, it just came together really well. Yeah. I think because we all had the same idea in mind. And so it felt like, man, what a cool way to honor black history month and have Kendall, speak at Kalea, which you can find his message 
um, on the Kaleo podcast, and also he wrote a blog, Ooh, um, yeah. which is a transcript of his of his notes. So you did a fantastic job, babe. And that was, man, that was I was fun. like so excited that that was, that was the first Sunday of Black History Month at Kaleo, mm-hmm. um, and that's the way it turned out. And then on the thirteenth, that was Super Bowl Sunday for Kaleo, and yeah, so that's right. instead of competing with the evening service time, which is when we meet, we wound up doing a morning service, um, which was like our first time trying to make breakfast in real time and gather around the table outside in the courtyard. Um, it was a table only service. So, um, it was unique because we were making breakfast. We were only doing the table and we were trying to facilitate conversation at the table and also have a uh, space for kids as well, all in the courtyard space. Um, I think it went over really well. The only thing, it just took us a long time to make them pancakes because one of our griddles went out. And so, you know, we wound up instead of what we wanted to do was have everybody eat first and then sit at the table and while they're eating, discuss some of the discussion questions. But because breakfast took so long, we wound up having discussion. And while they were having discussion, putting out the pancakes and the eggs Mm. and all the, the condiments and stuff out Mm. as that was happening. So it didn't quite go as planned, but it was still meaningful. People still got um, something out of it. They were able to connect with each other. The kids had a great time and it was a beautiful day that day. day. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which and was really cool. Got bubbles for the bubble machine for the kids. Yes, Kendall was they a got blessing, a blast of that. and got went and got a few things for us that we needed. So it was a fantastic time. So that was the thirteenth, and then on the twentieth, um, I think I mentioned last time we did one of these recaps. Is rest is a rhythm that both Chris and I have decided to implement for ourselves as pastors at Kaleo. And so what that means for us logistically is that every quarter we intentionally take two Sundays off. Um, You can either go somewhere for vacation, you can have a staycation, or you can just stay at home and literally just not come to Sunday. And um, that spurred because I we talked about rest and as we were trying to figure out our rhythms, I told Chris, I was like, when I used to work for other churches and it literally was working like seven days a week, I always felt like, man, if I could just take a vacation per quarter, I feel like I could last a lot longer. And so Mm -hmm. based on that feedback, we implemented the rhythm that we did. And so the 20th of February, both Kendall and I took that Sunday off. And that was a fun time because we went to Uh, The movies, we went to Majestic 7, which was recommended to us by some good friends. Really great theater, great food. I enjoyed it a lot. Like, probably the best food at it. Like, if the theater has good food and reclining seats, then I'm good. (laughs) You know, and this place had both of those things. Yeah, it was good. It It was was a good good time. And we saw, I think, Murder on the Nile. Is that the name of the movie? Death on on the Nile. Death on the Nile. So good movie, good food, good time. Um, And then we spent the night at, almost said Amazon, um, Arizona Resort, Grand Resort and Spa. Is that it? Arizona Mm -hmm. Grand Resort and Spa Uh, in Tempe, Tempe. um, which was great. Just spent some time by the pool, reading, um, enjoying the sun, went out to eat to Joe's Crab Shack. Kendall. So good. Loved it. I've never seen him so happy about food. It's so good. He was giddy. I love about this shack. Crab Shack place. I was like, man, babe, you need, I, I need to give you this to you more often. It's so tasty. Yeah. I loved it. It was a, a really good time. Um, and then the 27th was when I spoke and that was on Transfiguration Sunday. I was a little nervous because in Mm. times past, like, first of all, the liturgical calendar in general is new to me (laughs) because the spaces that I come from, they did series. 
um, like let's talk about family this month or let's talk about finances this month or let's talk about relationships this month, that type of thing. And so the liturgical calendar is very scripture focused and very, um, there's a lot more theology involved, I feel like, mm-hmm. than in those topical places. Mm-hmm. And so I was nervous because Transfiguration Sunday to me is like a big Sunday and I didn't want to, I wanted to do it justice. Um, and the it last time, I appreciate that, babe. It's really good. The, the last time I heard somebody preach on Transfiguration Sunday, it was like a big to do from their perspective when Chase was still around and he was like really putting a lot of effort into it. I'm like, oh my God. So that was my yeah. reference for Transfiguration Sunday. But it was, it was good because I kind of had to get out of my head and just follow what the Lord was putting on my heart. And so I went with um, the theme of an embodied witness and Jesus being an embodied witness on the top of the mountain, um, embodying both the law and the prophets and inviting his disciples to leave the mountaintop and go back down from the mountain into their neighborhoods and their in their local communities and embody what they saw in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so then I talked also about John Brown, which later I found out was a big step <laughs> to do that <laughs> which I, I i mean i know john brown because i thought kendall and i watched this series together but i guess i watched it by myself and we just told him about it, it while we, we were dating actually watched it together well that just tells you tells people about you babe because the way that i guess i was telling you about it i felt like you were watching it with me <laughs> yeah so that must just mean you're a good listener but um i watched this series called the good long songbird the good songbird i believe or a long good bird. I get the title mixed up, but it's yeah, basically good bird. Yeah. It might just be the good bird. Yeah. It's a drama series on star, the star show network, um, and, or the star network. And it's a really good drama series on John Brown, who is a, a white male abolitionist in history. It's very bloody. It's very gory, but that's what he was. And so I talked about <laughs> John Brown and being an embodied witness of Jesus and um, and how he literally, the reason why I talked about him, this was like fascinating for me to reflect on. And then I, I want to get through this because so, we want to hear from you too, Kendall. And I know we got meetings to get to. Um, so I'm being mindful of the time. But the reason why I wanted to talk about John Brown is because um, there are several white people that go to Kaleo and we are a community of people that don't shy away from justice and inequality and talking about equality and talking about how Jesus cares for the margins and has always cared for the margins and has always t- spoke truth to power and that has always been something that's been in the heart of God. When you think about John Brown, you think about he literally heard a message in a church and saw from scripture that it was not good for slaves to be enslaved um, by white masters. And so he felt like it was his duty to free them from slavery, even if that meant death, which the death part is like where it's kind of like, man, are we promoting violence or not? That wasn't really the point, which I named that. It was more so that he literally saw it, it was his duty as a, a follower of Jesus to deliver people out of slavery. And that act of abolition was one that he saw in Jesus. And so he embodied 
Jesus for those that were under oppression and, and enslavement. And so it is important for me as a pastor to show white people that this has been a part of history and that there are white people in history that have been a part of justice for a long time and yeah. that th this isn't new. And I told Marco, because we were reflecting on this at the table after at the conclusion of the we service had dinner that time. Yeah, we, we had together and had really meaningful um, conversations with people about John Brown specifically. Um, but I was telling Marco, it's like, it's important for me to show white people and give them a vision and a picture of justice as it's tied to scripture and Jesus. So that collectively as a community, we can move forward in this, um, fight for justice as it reflects Jesus because we are practicing the ways of Jesus as the multi-ethnic family of God. And so that's why I, I gravitated towards John Brown because he mm -hmm. is to me probably thus far in my learning of history, the greatest white example, white person example of an abolitionist or one who was fighting for justice and liberation um, during enslavement. And, and, and Marco even mentioned um, there's kind of like a John Brown moment they call it in history. It's like the, the John Brown moment when you are maybe 10 or so years ahead of your time before a movement comes because John Brown was so ahead of the civil, right before the civil, yeah, the war. civil rights war or the civil, civil war, war, excuse me, um, which is just like really symbolic of a lot of things, which I think that communicates to white people who care about Jesus and see Jesus as one who cares about justice, that you lead the way. You know what I mean? Like you need to be an example for other white people in this fight. Um, and of course, black people are, and brown people are always for it. But mm -hmm. it was really meaningful for me to, to speak that. So that's available, too, if you want to listen to it. Um, and then, yeah, that was the conclusion of February for us. Um, there's some really cool things happening in March um, coming up for us. Are we doing that, babe? Or do you want to talk about what happened in February? Yeah, just briefly talk about what happened in February. Go for it. This won't be too long. Like I said, we got some <laughs> meetings to go to, and I think you're getting your hair retwisted today, right, for the first time. I am. So that'll be fun. I am. So let me look at my notes. Thank you for sharing, baby. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a tissue. I'll be right back. Cool. Go for it. Well, well, well. What do we got here? Of course I'll wait for you, baby. Yeah. I want you to hear this, too. It's always a good, this is almost a good time for us to reflect, too, on all the stuff that we've done last month. Yeah. A good moment of reflection, kind of taking it in, I think. Mm -hmm. Does that need to be recording? No, because it's, re it's recording here, but we can still do it. Well, I just didn't know. I didn't think it did. But. <laughs> But February, the it was like we talked about it. I talked about it in the last video, mm -hmm. um, but didn't um, it didn't happen yet. the The volunteer training, mm -hmm. and so that happened like the last day. I think in January it was like a Saturday, Sunday, and so we had the global volunteer training that happened. That yeah. was awesome, bringing together all of the the volunteers. Yeah. From Monday nights who served little kids on Monday nights to serve high schoolers on Wednesday nights. So that was a fun time and talked about some trauma informed training. Mm -hmm. 
I am a certified trainer. It's sometimes funny to think about, but certified trainer for ACEs, which is Adverse Childhood Experiences. I didn't realize and you were a certified trainer. Yeah. Did we, you, eh? we had done like a, a big, I mean, we do so much trauma-informed training and yeah, stuff at Neighborhood. Now they did like a training of trainers to for people to become certified. And so we had did that, my team and I, last year. Like last year in March, we did it actually like when I was coming on to staff mm-hmm. last year. Um, and so it was cool to to take some of that stuff that we learned and then give it to the volunteers. Mm-hmm. So it was cool training them on that. And then it was it was good to seeing everybody together and kind of getting on one page. Like this is our focus, our mission for the year. Yeah. So that was a cool end of the January thing. And was when we started February, it was kind of end of January. Uh, but speaking of other trainings, we did start our trauma-informed training um, coaching at Neighborhood Ministries. And so the end of last year, we watched like this, how long was it? 11-hour oh, yeah. um, training video um, by the Arizona Trauma Institute, which is like the most kind of like legit and formal training credentials you can get here in the state of Arizona. And so we're working with them at Neighborhood Ministries to train staff um, to be trauma-informed. I think, like, specialist will be the title by the time we're, we're finished with the training. And so we went to watch these videos, and now we're getting coaching. Mm-hmm. So we started that this month. And that's been helpful. That's been cool. It's, uh, it's an approach on looking about what's, what's um, healthy and positive and good about some of the the people we serve, despite the trauma they experienced, the hurt, instead of focusing on the hurt and the abuse at times, of looking at what the what strengths they have, the resilience that they've shown through the trauma, mm-hmm. and then to lean on that strength that they have and grow off of that. And it's called like a salutogenic approach mm-hmm. is, the, is the technical term for it. And so we've kind of just been grounding ourselves in that type of thinking and that type of strategy when working with our youth and every all the families that come across the neighborhood. And so that's been fun. Mm-hmm. We'll meet every Thursday um, for an hour and a half talking about that. And so that's been fun and something that's cool that started this month. And we've been consistently meeting on our Wednesday nights, which have been good. Um, we've been talking about Food of the Spirit, mm-hmm. which has been fun. I mean, Neighborhood Ministries, when it comes to teaching and curriculum, we never just do anything just the the basic or traditional way right we take the fruit of the spirit and we add a spin on it mm-hmm. and so kind of the spin we added on it is like most people think about love this way but actually we're going to challenge the thoughts and say like what does love look like doing this way right and so right peace that we talked about last wednesday this past week and so it's like peace is normally like people view peace as like not causing any conflict right not really trying to um, cause any tension or anything but make everyone happy and unified mm-hmm. was like, no, real peace, right, is is causing some disruption, mm-hmm. is actually agitating to get the truth out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, that's what true peace is. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of do doing that throughout all of the food of the spirit, saying this is what joy, this is what people say joy is, this is what it actually is. Mm-hmm kind of like, like contrasting that. it to what the traditional view sometimes of the fruit of the spirit is not just yeah. this fluffy values but mm-hmm. actually stuff that we hold that allows us to pursue 
justice and get to the kingdom of God. Um, and so that's kind of what we've been been teaching and talking about on Wednesday nights, which has been fun. Um, I always think group discussions for the youth is always the time where they're able to process all this stuff. It's not me or someone up there teaching mm-hmm. all the time, but it's them processing and talking about it in their own groups. That's, I think, always the most impactful time for them. At, with that, along Georgia Ann, who's an intern, has been a big help on yeah. Wednesday night. She came on um, this past month, kind of getting trained in the process, getting on the process of becoming an intern um, at Neighborhood for me at the youth center specifically for Wednesday nights and all the, the spiritual activities we have going on. And so on Monday nights, when I work with the junior leaders, Georgia Ann's been a big help for that. I've actually been gone a couple of Mondays um, this past month, one because of that resort we went to mm-hmm. um, and then going out of town to Washington, D.C., where Georgia Ann just did a great job in leading the junior leaders on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all really connected with her really well. And so she's an awesome intern from GCU. Um, she's just doing an amazing job and has been um, kind of processing this whole month of like what her place is um, at Neighborhood. And so it's been cool to see and witness her um, become like a family member to these kids in this space. And so it's cool training people, bringing people on to the fun stuff that we're doing at Neighborhood which is cool because we also um, may potentially right, this month have a cool partnership with some a volunteer group, a campus ministry at ASU called Impact ASU that may come along too. And so it's cool bringing people into the fold mm-hmm. of the awesome stuff Neighborhood Ministries is doing. And then one of the Wednesday nights, which was a lot of fun, was our outing. I think, yeah, you missed this. You were going to come mm-hmm. because we were going to go join – my friend Tony at Catalyst Church, yeah, which is a church out in Maryville. I'm going to join them for their prayer night that they have on Wednesday nights. Our students, I talked about this, I think, in our last video too. Our youth talked about wanting to kind of switch things up on Wednesday nights, um, going out to town, being able to expose or experience different faith traditions and faith spaces. And so we're like, well, let's have our first one join with with um, a church out in out in Maryville, the good friend Tony, I know. We're going to experience their prayer service. But he'd gotten sick and wasn't able to um, to lead the time. He works with youth, my friend Tony, and so he kind of had something specific geared toward them, he was going to say, um, but then ended up getting sick. And so we decided not to join them. And kind of last minute, was like, well, we still want to do some type of outing with them mm-hmm. um, this Wednesday night. And so George Anna Inter and I put together – a scavenger hunt um, Wednesday night. This was a middle middle of February Wednesday, and so we made that Wednesday uh, scavenger hunt kind of like Black History Month themed, where we had them go find black murals around town to take pictures of. Um, they it started off with like kind of like a Pictionary game that was kind of Black History Month themed, um, and then the end of the time in the Phoenix Art Museum. Um, taking different pictures and different uh, scavenger hunt that the Phoenix Art Museum has, and so I don't know if the Phoenix Art Museum was ready for. for <laughs> you for said that. that everybody was hyped though. Everybody had such a great time. Yeah, they all had such a good time. Yeah. I, I mean, students surprised, and I didn't know if they were going to, but a lot of them loved the Phoenix Art Museum. Yeah, 
and a lot of the the volunteers who went it was their first times too so mm-hmm. they got to be exposed to something new too so it's kind of a bonus yeah they're like we should go back again sometime yeah. so that was cool because they're free on wednesdays so that's why it was easy to, to look let's go there because i knew that they were free to go to on wednesdays mm-hmm. um and so they were so gracious and, and allowed our youth just to be youth in mm-hmm. that space and run around <laughs> and do different stuff yeah <laughs> which is probably not the most common thing they're used to at the art museum mm-hmm. but <laughs> the kids loved it <laughs> um yeah and so that was a really good time um that next following Wednesday after we did that outing it was when we went to DC so we went up to Washington DC and so it was a Sabbath Wednesday mm-hmm. for them but it was also a Wednesday where some of the volunteers could just reach out to the youth personally and go hang out with them go get ice cream and do stuff mm-hmm. um, with them which I think a few of them did reach out and so that was cool and those kind of one-on-one relationships is what um, allows people to be discipled and reformed like Jesus mm-hmm. and so it's cool to see some of those cool relationships form and grow between the volunteers and between some of the youth too and, mm-hmm. and lead and guide all of that. And then you can comment on this stuff, babe, so it's not just me talking. <laughs> I'm kind of commented on your stuff, went back and forth with you. I don't feel like you commented that much. You don't think so? No. I mean, it seemed like we are having a conversation. It wasn't just yeah. you giving a monologue. I mean... I was going to say that I also helped you put that scavenger hunt thing together, too. Yeah? Yeah. Remember, you were, like, really stressed out about, man, the Catalyst Church thing not working out. And so we were talking about it. Yeah, it was also last minute. Because it was last minute. And Tanya had remembered that it was free to go to Phoenix Art Museum. And so... We were talking about scavenger hunt things and everything. So it was really cool for me to see it come together. And I was really proud of you that uh, you just went with it. What idea <laughs> did you come up with? Uh, just said. the scavenger hunt. Like them doing a scavenger <laughs> you hunt. You didn't come up with a scavenger hunt yes, idea. I, <laughs> I had a scavenger hunt idea before. But then we <laughs> threw it out because we were like, let's just go to Phoenix Art Museum and do a scavenger hunt. But then I felt like I still like I feel like that's still not enough. And this is why I didn't comment. And so I was like, <laughs> I feel like this isn't enough. And then that's when you said, Well, why don't you do the scavenging hunt idea? You did affirm the idea I had. Yeah, before, and, and like gave like, you hey, ideas go, on yeah. what to do. You know, which is I don't need a ton of credit for it, but I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to like if you we wanted me to comment, it. it was like, yeah, like I, I even though I wasn't there, I felt like in a way, I can help to contribute to yeah. the success of it. <laughs> yeah, Get a line. Sure. You ain't doing nothing. Sure I mean, I feel like I did. <laughs> I feel like I did. I was like, this you is why I haven't been commenting. Yeah. I don't want to comment on nothing else you said. <laughs> you only say that because you were going to join us if we went to Catalyst Church. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we're not going to Catalyst Church. You're like, oh, I'm going to stay back. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to do all that. <laughs> But, but, but yeah, it was also some cool outreach stuff this month. Mm-hmm. There's a cool little school that's like downtown that it's like 40 or so, 40 to probably 60 students go there. It's kind of like a small little school called mm-hmm. ACYR. So we had an outreach there. We went out there to outreach to some of the some of those youth, and we had some cool connections there. Yeah, and met there. Um, I don't know if I knew about that one. It was that one night I came back with like popcorn. 
this student government was selling like little popcorn bags. Oh yeah, because you saw that black guy that was there. Yeah, the principal's locks. black with locks, and he and I hit it off and connected, and so that's a cool. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that's cool funny. potential relationship. They're a cool school mm-hmm. and cool youth who kind of resonate with the youth we have at Neighborhood Ministries too, and mm-hmm. so do some cool stuff. Yeah, all along with starting this month, um, last month. We connected with Central High School. I have a relationship with them, and so it's just kind of reconnecting with them mm-hmm. and um, doing Bible studies there. Um, still figuring out a good day. It may be Fridays where I go over there to do uh, to do Bible study when with some are, of their youth. When would you start that, or what's th- what so, decides you're going to do it or not? Well, I mean, if the days work out, which it should, um, either Friday or Monday, mm-hmm. I'd start next week. Um, it would be like during lunchtime. Um yeah, it. Uh, this is their spring break right now, this week, mm-hmm. and so next week okay. is when they would start. Cool. Mm-hmm. So that'd be a cool connection. What else you got on your list? Just the normal stuff. You got Wednesday nights, right? It's just one of the, the things we do uh-huh. at Neighborhood Ministries with the youth. We got stuff going on every night of the week, and so Tech Fridays have been going on, which is a fun thing. They put together 3D printers and a whole laser printer. The youth did themselves mm-hmm. with um, a volunteer who's an engineering background, who's kind of a supervisor over all of it. But it's really the youth who put together That's the 3D cool. printer and laser printer. And it's like they, they kind of made it their space. Like we have no clue. Like yeah. Me and my coworkers, um, Fonzie and Tani, we have no clue how to work that stuff in mm-hmm. there. I and mean, they do. And so it's kind yeah. of cool because it's become their space. Yeah. Then we have different social emotional learning classes going on throughout the week and social justice that's always going on. So is this from February still that you're talking about? Yep, this is oh, February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put all that stuff together. Yeah. And then yeah, I preach at Kaleo mm-hmm. too on February the first um February Sunday. 6th, yeah. yeah. Which was a good introduction to Black History Month. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. We're a little bit uh low energy this morning. Think so? Yeah, I feel I feel it. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, all right, Friday cool. Morning. Well, should we do March kind of quickly? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah, much so time for me. March um, begins. Well, we kind of be- begun it last Sunday. Was last Sunday the last Sunday of February? No, it was the first Sunday of March. Mm-hmm. So coming mm-hmm. up in March, right now it's March 11th, so we're almost in mid-March, which is yeah. kind of a weird feeling. But this month we we're doing Lent, Lent, yeah. season of Lent. And um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we're doing um, a series on women of the Bible, which is really exciting. So on um, the first Sunday, Chris taught mm. um, kind of an overview of uh, why women in the Bible is important. At least that's what he was going to do, but then he kind of switched it up a little bit. Um, because we were together kind of feeling like we needed to name when you are trying to participate in the community of Kaleo. Um, it is going to be a little bit different, especially because we have so many people that come from so many different backgrounds and so many different church experiences. Yeah, set that up, and so um, we recorded that part and made it its own clip because we want to, commu- you know, give it to people of Kaleo. Um, but also like it's also a part of his whole message if you wanted to listen to it. But it is important to name that because a a lot of people that resonate with Kaleo come from spaces where 
maybe church spaces weren't talking about justice or maybe they were um, experiencing some type of spiritual abuse or, you know, Mm -hmm. and you start to think about all the different experiences that people have had that made them give up on church. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do find that a lot of people that come to Kaleo are those people that have given up on church or are not sure about church and are just trying to start again. And so uh, Chris named a lot of that stuff, which Mm -hmm. was really good um, because we talk about it together, but it was good to name for the community like, hey, we recognize that this might be your experience. And one of the great human problems of humanity is isolation. And then he tied it into Adam and Eve and, and, and how women have from the beginning are always meant to lead with men. Mm -hmm. Um, which, Mm -hmm. which was good because I mean, obviously we practice it. Yeah. We embodied it. So it wasn't like he was preaching it, trying to convince people of this theology is like, Hey, this is who we are. Um, and, why are you smiling? You how I'm this conversation with you, how I'm ah. talking, <laughs> what you're talking. <laughs> you just want me to go, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want you to talk. All but. right, I'll do that. When you do your March stuff, I'm be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You did a good job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, babe. You're welcome. That's all I uh, for. So, yes, Lent, Women of the Bible is really good. Um, this coming Sunday is actually another day of rest for Kendall and I. So this will be our second Sunday in the first quarter, um, where we are off. And so this Sunday, um, which I don't know if we're talking, maybe just do it now. Cause normally we talk about what's like updates that are together. Remember how we did that last time? Are you going to mention the silent retreat? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I'm yeah like, go for it. Okay. Well, this Saturday we're going to be going to Antelope Canyon cause I want to, I've been like intentionally doing more of like, hey, what do I want to experience in my city and in my state that I haven't done yet, even though I've lived here since for like going on six years. Mm -hmm. And so Antelope Canyon is something I've been wanting to do. So I got us tickets and it was going to be a family thing, but some of our family members can't come last minute because of different reasons. And so Kendall and I are going to go on Sunday or excuse me, Saturday and then Sunday through Tuesday, we are participating in Neighborhood Ministries Silent Retreat that they do annually, um, which is really meaningful at mm-hmm. um, Mountain Meadows, I believe, Mountain Man- Meadows Camp, mm-hmm. um, which I've never Retreat. done this before. Neither of us, I mean, maybe you have. Have you done this before or a version of this? Not a silent retreat with them. I mean, I've myself have mm-hmm. gone out and retreated mm-hmm. in silence. Yeah, I've done but a retreat. <laughs> yeah, too. you've done that too. Mm-hmm. But I've never done, not done a group organized silent retreat like with a large group of people um so i'm excited to see what that looks like we're going to be spending a few days up north um which would be really good i think it might be really challenging for me because in general i feel like i it's hard for me to be completely still i like to rest but it's hard for me to be completely still so i think this will be a good practice um and then the 20th of march so not this sunday but next sunday emma Toltalo mm-hmm. is speaking mm-hmm. which she's on our board as well so i'm super excited about yeah, emma she's doing excited that. she's awesome yeah and uh also christine who's from impact asu is good friends with emma she's gonna come mm-hmm. and check out kaleo and also support emma um and i told other friends that know both of us because someone asked me when i was preaching next next which is the 27th but i was like come also yeah, check I out emma jenna told me that she jenna pearson's yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she wants to invite Molly mm-hmm. and her daughter, who I think wants to maybe pastor or get into ministry of sorts, or mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but they're going to all come Your out. Your daughter's still young. Yeah, but uh, Vic told us about that time we were hanging out at Raven's birthday. Mm-hmm. He was like, 
man, I got to get my daughter over there, which it, it stuck with me. So I don't know what the story is with their daughter yeah. yet, but, that's um, cool. I th- or it could just be that they want their daughter to see a black woman preaching mm-hmm. and that's a thing, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, so that's yeah, cool. Emma's preaching the 20th. I'm preaching the 27th on Hagar. Um, and then, oh yeah, that would be the last Sunday of March. And then the following Sunday is Kaleo Stories, um, which is April 3rd. So I'm kind of preparing for speaking and then also Kaleo Stories, which I kind of spearhead that as well, which we're going to have two black women give their stories. And then I might, I'm inviting another uh, Native American woman who is uh, Emma Totalo's roommate named Bree um, to see if I'm going to, haven't called her yet, but Emma wanted to tell her about it first before I call her um, to invite her into the space. So I'm going to try to attempt to have two people from Kaleo and then one person outside of Kaleo that's just from our city come and share a story because we went to the whole story. Chris and I, Kendall, had to work that night for robotics class. But um, Rachel Eggborough had the whole story, um, what was it, March 3rd or March 4th, the, la- the first Friday of, of March. And Chris and I went and just it was really good to to experience the whole story, to remind myself how we can facilitate Kaleo stories because it was inspired by Rachel and the whole story. Mm-hmm. And so I loved how stripped down it was. It's very simple. It's just introducing each story. But there's something about witnessing women in your city that you've never seen or heard of before mm-hmm. giving a story. And so I want to implement that by inviting someone else outside of Kaleo to give a story at the next Kaleo story. So that's all coming up for me. And how about you, babe, in March? And I'm going to comment on your stuff. Okay? <laughs> You're going to comment? Yes. I don't got much stuff. Um, like you. I won't share the teaching of what we're going to do. I'll allow that to, to be a surprise. You guys got to come read and, and get the content to get the teaching. But... <laughs> Got Wednesday night. Is that because you don't got nothing? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I just had to ask. But, um, yeah, good things going on mm-hmm. for Wednesday nights, continuing the fruit of the spirit, but also prepping people's mind and hearts for, like, Easter and stuff coming up. Yeah. And kind of infusing some of our talks with that, too. Mm-hmm. We do, like, a different um, uh, social justice class, a development class. Mm-hmm. Um, every other Wednesday in addition to our, our spiritual teaching. Mm-hmm. And so I'll be also doing some of the social justice stuff, um, teaching on Wednesdays. And so I'll be mixing some of that with some of our uh, spiritual teachings and make it all connect together. I like that. Yeah, which is exciting. Yeah. Our, our desires for some of the youth to get involved in the social justice team, uh-huh. to have that heart. But we have another outing we're going to do. We're going to prep for... Um, Capture the flag at Encanto Park oh, yeah. with the youth the last Wednesday in, in March, I believe. March mm-hmm. 23rd, we want to do that with them. That'll be fun. And so, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun, getting all this stuff for that. Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't played Capture the Flag in a while, so I'm like, what's all the stuff that, that you need again for? Um, Just little things that they can pull. Yeah. I think you can buy them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll probably have to buy a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But it should be fun. Mm-hmm. And just the football. Which made me use the Nerf one because those leather ones are really hard. You don't need a football, do you, for capture the flag? Yeah, it's like you play football, but instead of tackling, you capture. Oh, that's flag football. That's flag football. (laughs) Capture the flag is different. (laughs) Never mind. It's been a while since I played capture the flag, so I'm like, well. What is capture the flag? (laughs) It's when there's like a flag on two ends. Yes, yes. And then there's two different teams. And you have to just try to get it? Yeah, you have to try to run and get somebody's flag. Yeah. Are there 
thing. Yeah. But if they tear down your flag, if you get caught, mm -hmm. someone tears your flag, you got to go back. Or you're, you're captured and you're in prison or something. Oh. You're captured. Okay, yeah, I'm getting those two things mixed up. I'm like, babe, it's simple. You just play football. <laughs> <laughs> That's called flag football. <laughs> yeah, capture the flag will be fun. That'll yeah. be great. And probably just be a field day, too. Do yeah. some more activities. I'll plan to be there. Yeah, Stop you'll by. come to that one. Yeah, just don't have me do uh, van driving that day because the following Wednesday I'm going to do van driving. Well, you you be trying to sneak you in van driving. You haven't done van driving at all because you, cause we, we, were gone Wednesday and, off. we were gone in D.C. Yeah, you, you had that Wednesday off. You haven't done van driving since February. That's right. <laughs> since February. <laughs> I can but, do it still once a month, though. I'm committed to doing that with you. Babe. Yeah, mm -hmm. thanks, baby. You're welcome. <laughs> then we have Six Flags. Um, the end of this yeah. month with the kiddos going out to California be That'd a lot be of fun. the since first time in California be the first time seeing a beach because we're gonna go to the beach the next day after Six Flags and so Where we'll you guys be staying there. Again? I think some hotel. So we're partnering with this other um, kind of nonprofit ran by this guy who used to be a youth pastor and he would do these trips with his youth group mm -hmm. and so he kind of went and made it his own nonprofit where Is he it just. The black? football player I, I think his name's kenny may oh. i don't know i don't okay, know but I'm he's thinking. a black dude yeah but no you're thinking of someone different i okay. think but uh this guy he's older mm -hmm. and he uh will just like partner with places and has like a, a system down and an mm -hmm. itinerary and all that stuff and yeah. so we're just gonna go with him and take a charter bus out to be at six flags all day saturday staying out of the hotel and then go to um, the beach Sunday, and then come back on Sunday. That, so it'll be a have fun weekend. So much fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Yeah. I'm excited. I hope I'm going to be able to ride some of the rides with them. Yeah. But I don't know because of my hernia surgery and all that stuff. So we'll see. Oh, did they get back to you? No. Oh. But I well, saw them. far, you'll be able to do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got no date yet. <laughs> For the hernia surgery? Well, yeah. I'm saying I don't even know if I should because of my hernia. Oh. And stuff, if even if I should be yeah, I riding that. the rise, but we'll see. Yeah. And then we also want to take some of them to the Renaissance Festival. That ends on April 3rd. We have like six, 16 tickets to the Renaissance Festival, which is like this medieval festival that happens mm. in Arizona. People have like these big old turkey legs that they eat oh, and yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. I've it never was, been, but people talk about it. What was that show on Disney Plus? They actually had that in that show. <laughs> With the arrow, the guy with the arrow, and then the daughter. On Disney Plus? Yeah, it was over Christmas time. They had the series out. No, Remember the it? Hawkeye show. Hawkeye, in yeah. Hawkeye, there was yeah. a medieval festival. Yeah. No, I don't know if it was. They were, like, doing something different. They, they doing, had turkey legs. Did they? I think I remember a turkey yeah. leg. Maybe, like, a version of it, but mm -hmm. they were doing their own thing, I think. But that's what I think of when I think of medieval festival. That it would probably be something similar yeah. to that. People dressed up. And yeah, stuff. people be dressed up. That'd be stuff. fun for them. Yeah, I like the different experiences that you guys are providing. For yeah, them. all this exposure stuff that you normally wouldn't go to. But we it's get not to go check it out. Just money and luxury. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like different cultural experiences. Yeah, which yeah. Is it's not here's with money but here's a right. different culture yeah. space yeah probably wouldn't go into if you didn't have the opportunity right mm -hmm. and then yep we got uh 
Impact ASU that I mentioned before that's going to hopefully help out this month. Yes. Some volunteering, which is the let Christine me, person you mentioned. Let me let me, let me me comment real quick, babe. Is that okay with you? <laughs> well, now you commented a little me, bit too much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to affirm something in you, babe. Go for it, babe. With Impact ASU, you, I remember you mentioning a while back that it was really important to you that... Back in January... I don't know when I don't be keeping logs of stuff like that, but <laughs> probably yes, black in January where you really wanted to see if you could get a group of young black um, student leaders to serve at neighborhood to help with um, more of a black presence at neighborhood, but also just exposing the students to um, I feel like I don't know exactly how you named it, but I just remember that that was a big thing. Yeah. I mean, just black culture. I mean, so Monday nights, when they serve the little kids, they have this partnership with the GCU. Mm-hmm. It's these GCU kids who majority white, who don't really have a similar lived experience, mm-hmm. or people who aren't really in the margins, mm-hmm. right, of culture, who are with these youth. And they love them. They do mm-hmm. a great job serving them. Um, but I thought it would be powerful to bring in um, minorities mm-hmm. and people who are in the space leading and loving on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I think black people have a history um, of pursuing towards liberation. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of black people kind of have a heart of already. And I'm, that's what I preached on um, at Kaleo. Of yeah. like The black church kind of teaches Jesus of being liberation. Like already teaches the gospel and salvation yeah. being about liberation. Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of black people already have that in them. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's like, man, I'd love just to people who already get it mm-hmm. and want to get it yeah. to be a neighborhood space um, who are talking that type of language and who are talking that way. Yeah. Because a lot of like the, the people from GCU like don't get it and they're in a space that's talking about something different. Yeah. And so it's a lot of like reteaching and yeah. relearning and all that stuff. And so it's like, let's bring in people who actually already kind I of it. get it. And mm-hmm. so I don't have to also be discipling these volunteers mm-hmm. to, to, to see how we're talking about the gospel and that yeah. it's more than just individual salvation. Like I don't want to have to go and teach all the volunteers who are leading these kids mm-hmm. that, but it's good to bring in people who are already aware of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted reason. to affirm knowing that that was a big desire of yours in January. And now we're here at almost mid February mm-hmm. or Mar- mid March, excuse me. And it's happening. Yeah. I mean, you know what I yeah, mean? Like that's, that's a cool. big, that's a big deal. Babe. Yeah. And that's like, Good job. Yeah. You know? Like, that's yeah. awesome. And I think, I mean, I still, we'll still see what that relationship looks like because mm-hmm. I know they meet on Wednesday nights too themselves. So there's yeah. some conflict there. Mm-hmm. But we'll still see if we're able to help work something out with yeah. the working relationship. Yeah. Because she talked about too, like, serving is such a big value of theirs. Mm-hmm. And like, what would it look like to maybe just serve on a Wednesday instead mm-hmm. of like having a, you know, meet mm-hmm. up for them or a service. So, anyways, that's all I had. And, else from you babe yeah i mean you helped find them uh, yeah, um so that was I cool i appreciate you naming that yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you helped find them well, but yeah we got help. the silent retreat mm-hmm. so because the other things we got the silent retreat which is yeah i'm excited good. about that yeah mm-hmm. yeah it'll be I good mean, for me yeah good for us i'm thinking i mean it's, i feel like We've been gone a lot because we came out from D.C. Mm-hmm. this past week, and now we're going for a few days yeah. just to go. Which I want to do camping. a separate video yeah. to recap D.C. Yeah, we'll probably do a separate video to recap so Washington, D.C. because yeah. it was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. 
co- it's really cool to reflect on CCDA in Kansas City, and then a few months later, yeah, uh, faith and action in DC, and how mm-hmm. those relate to each other. So that'll be a good video. But yeah, we have been gone a lot, but I'm not mad at it. It's kind of I enjoy these experiences because I feel like they're forming our future because mm-hmm. they're they're instilling inside of us. Uh, values that we have and then like affirming yes this is something that i really care about and i'll always care about Mm -hmm. and um yeah even the silent retreat and even like the rhythms of rest that i've never implemented rest Mm -hmm. the way that we're implementing it as a consistent rhythm Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah exciting stuff did you want to share a personal stuff we have going on or do you want to put that with the washington dc video because there's some stuff that happened in february too like Nave's birthday, you want to go see the oh, Black yeah. Soldier play. Well, it's you have to be at Neighborhood at 10, and it's currently 940. I know, I gotta go. Yeah, so maybe we'll save that. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll lump all the personal stuff when we yeah. talk about DC. Yeah, just so that you can go, and maybe you can, I can get you something to eat before you go, or something. <laughs> What's that? What's that supposed to be? Are they going to have breakfast at the thing? What thing? At the meeting at 10, at Neighborhood? No. Okay, well, well. <laughs> Sometimes you go places and they have breakfast for you, like yeah. seminary. Sometimes they do, sometimes That's they true. don't. So I have to ask. I mean, this meeting—the only reason I'm going to in person, I would do this meeting on Zoom. Mm-hmm. The only reason I'm going in person is to get the keys from Chris Summers, and we're staying at his house this weekend in the Flagstaff. Oh, okay, and you're taking him to the airport. After. And I'm taking him to the airport. That's right. I yeah, that's the only reason why I'm going. Gotcha. In. Otherwise, okay. I would do it on Zoom. Yeah. Well, you want to close this out? Um. And close us out in prayer and bow your head and close your eyes. Babe. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> just close out the video. Just let us I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you yeah. for, for supporting us, for, for loving on us. Thank you. For being part of the work that we do. You're not separate from all the stuff we talk about, but you're yeah. very much part of it. And we feel it's our job to keep you updated and keep you in the loop Yes. Um, on what's going on since you're a part of it. And so thank you for being participants of of God's amazing work that he's doing in in downtown Phoenix. <laughs> amen and amen. Yeah. We love Thank you, you guys. guys. Love y'all. See you soon. Bye.